0: Welcome to The Career Studio, a USU Career Services podcast that helps you navigate your career path. Thanks for joining us for our Friday face-to-face episode. I'm Marissa Armistead, your host, and I am excited to have Eric Bloomquist, a former supervisor and mentor of mine, here with me today. Eric, thanks so much for joining us. Of course. Thanks for having me. Eric earned his bachelor's degree in marketing and music, then his master's degree in higher education admin, all from the University of Nebraska Lincoln. During grad school, Eric completed an assistantship with his university's career center and business school. In those roles, he helped students and alumni with career planning and the general transition to through and beyond university life. These experiences landed his next job as a career coach at the University of Utah, which immediately followed after grad school. In addition to coaching students, Eric gained valuable leadership and project management skills and eventually took on the role as assistant director. Through this role, he had the opportunity to supervise and mentor a group of student ambassadors. Outside of work, Eric actively volunteered within his church, and eventually those connections with Capital Church, along with his previous work experience, led to him being recruited for his current position as the director. of Connection and Volunteer Development at Capital Church. So Eric, before we dive in to some more mentor-related questions, I have to mention the fact that you have visited 30 out of 62 U.S. national parks, and I have to know which one is your favorite.
1: Yes, it's uh, that is a fun fact. Thirty of the <laughs> sixty-two parks, and that's all within the last five years since we've been doing Wow, this past, so I didn't realize. Yeah, I but my favorite—that is such a good question because they are all so vastly different. We love the ones here in Utah because they're accessible and, and close. But I think one of the favorite trips has been our trip up to Glacier National Park in Montana. It's spectacular and beautiful, and, and all of those things. But that was also just a really relaxing and fun camping trip, and so that kind of stands out as a a fun memory.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Love it. Well, and I I was, we were just talking earlier before we started recording that I haven't gotten to do as much camping this year as I like to. So Eric is giving me some great advice for camping tips here.
1: Yeah. Reserve early. (laughs) That's right. Reserve early.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Well, to start off our conversation today, we're focusing this month on mentors and how they influence and sometimes really benefit our careers. Mm -hmm. So I'd like to start our conversation today by just asking who have been some of those mentors in your life that really stay out?
1: Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a good question. I think there's a lot of folks who have kind of shaped me and, and helped me grow into the professional and the person that I've become and, and kind of helped me picture what I want to aspire to be. Some folks who stand out, there's grad school mentors and professors. There's a, an advisor I had in grad school, Dr. Tim Alvarez, and we fondly called him Dr. A. And then a supervisor and mentor from one of my assistantships, Dr. Kelly Smith. Those two folks have really been integral in shaping my professional path and, and my career career. And then a couple other folks who came to mind right away were just kind of life and personal mentors, a guy named Rick and a guy named Byron from our church community here. These four folks came to mind because they were integral in shaping big decisions that I had to make or my family and I were making around jobs to take or, you know, transition in life. Those four people, I think, first came to mind because of the the shaping element they've had in, in my life and the, the trajectory I've had.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And I love that you're pulling people from different aspects and different areas of your life. I think that's really important. When you look at those four individuals, are there any skills or traits that stand out from those four individuals that maybe it was kind of a common thread throughout all of them?
1: Yeah, I mean I think so. Good mentors that I've had in my life, I think the common thread among them all is it's so obvious that they cared for me personally but before anything else. Like even our even the the folks I'm thinking about as my professional mentors, they don't just want to give advice or like want to insert their wisdom. They truly have a genuine interest in in me as a person and you know my livelihood and and my well-being. And it makes it so easy to establish a level of trust. So I mean that's that's like the baseline common. Common thread is there's such a desire to see me succeed and, and see me thrive in whatever area of my life. So I, I mean that's like at the at the core.
0: Absolutely, yeah, I agree. I love that. Looking at some of those mentors or maybe others, what's one important life lesson that a mentor taught you that you can still remember?
1: That's a, that's a good question. A specific life lesson, you know, isn't necessarily coming to mind. But these four folks, the general principle of just there is so much value in a more experienced perspective. That's what I see as the common thing I've learned from all of these mentors you know, whether I'm facing a big decision or just wanting general thoughts and advice on what to do with the project or my life plan or or whatever it might be, a mentor can show you something that you can't see yourself because they've been there, they've done that. They can kind of zoom out of your life and like help you see the 40,000 foot view of your plan and your path. And so like thinking about those personal mentors I had mentioned earlier, when I was considering this career change into the job I currently have, I talked to both of these guys and and their spouses, my wife and I were chatting with them about this career change. It was a decision that we were kind of approaching with a lot of fear and anxiety because it was so new and it was something that we weren't used to. But these two guys, these couples helped us really zoom out of the zoomed in decision and to see our life in terms of the whole picture. <laughs> and it made yeah. the decision seem less scary. And the scheme of our life was much bigger than this one time decision, right? So it helped me gain a perspective that I don't think I would have had had I not not talk to someone like them with just more life experience and more, I guess, wisdom in their perspective from that experience.
0: I love that. And I love this idea of a good mentor has experience that you don't, right? And I know that's totally. an obvious principle, but just like you said, they're able to teach from their experience and say, this is what worked for me. Maybe this is what didn't work for me. Take what you will from that and apply it to your life. And I think that's a great thing to mention. I also think it's interesting that it was a group of people, it wasn't necessarily just one mentor who had all of the great. Insights. It was several people that you talked with and gained different perspectives. So I thought that was really yeah, interesting.
1: Total. I think that's really important. Yeah.
0: All right. So next, Eric, I'd love to learn a little bit more about different mentor styles that you have encountered and maybe what pieces that you've pulled from those, what you've kind of incorporated into your own mentoring style.
1: Yeah, that's that's a good question. I think there are a few distinct styles that have come to mind with a few of the mentors I've interacted with. It's like uniquely them, like a, just a consistent tactic they've used. And there's, there's three different styles that came to mind as I saw this question. The first, I mentioned Dr. A earlier, my grad school advisor And professor, the style that I would describe him having was that of the questioner, and not like questioning in a bad way. Like, (laughs) what what are you doing? He was so good at just asking really great questions, and all of our meetings were filled with him just asking a question and listening. So he really had this ability to get me thinking and get me processing in a way that other people maybe couldn't. I was thinking about this recently, where I I took a long time into this relationship with him to for me to know anything about him. He was just so generous with his time and his listening um, and his questioning that I think that made him a really great mentor and it is a lesson I took from that stylist. Just let this person do the talking and learn from them by what they have to share, right? Absolutely. So that's, I think, a very distinct style is that the questioning style. And then another style, I I think, you know, Melissa Kraft. she's Mm -hmm. a a former coworker from the University of Utah. She's a mentor of mine. I I serve on the board for this association she's the president of. And the style that I see her, she's mentored me in this way, and also I see her mentor a lot of folks in this association, particularly at conferences we've been to, I would describe her as a connector. When she meets a newcomer to this association, she forms an immediate bond she's got that kind of strength going for her as well, but then she can almost immediately say, oh, you need to meet so-and-so, or, you know, I know that this person over here has that same interest or is thinking about those same things, like, you you should meet, right? (laughs) And I think that's an important lesson for a mentor is we don't have to have all the answers as a mentor. We can sometimes just point to other folks who have more expertise or can share some advice or some perspectives that we can't. And she's phenomenal at that, just finding the right person to connect Act with and making people draw those bridges between each other as a natural skill. And then the third style that came to mind was again a former colleague at the University of Utah. Her name was Diane. The style that I would describe her mentorship as it was just the encourager. She was the epitome of a cheerleader for you and for any project that you might have going on. You know, I remember her saying, like, well, how hard could it be? That was kind of her tagline in the office, was, you yeah, know, let's go for it, let's do it. And it just kind of instilled this sense of confidence that if I'm thinking about something that seems overwhelming and challenging without brushing that off, she'd be like, well, let's go for it. <laughs> like, what, How hard could it be? And so I think that's an important kind of element of mentorship too, is you sometimes just need someone to push you off the edge and go for it. Right. And she was definitely that encourager.
0: I love all of those different styles. And, and like you said, I think there's so much to be learned from really watching lots of different people and pulling the pieces that make sense and work for you. So I love those approaches. Yeah. Great mentors, it sounds like. They were great. They are great mentors. Are, yes. <laughs> so with that in mind, what has been rewarding about being able to mentor maybe those that you work with or collaborate with?
1: Yeah, you know, I just generally really enjoy relationships with people and development and community and kind of the the collaborative elements that you get within mentorship relationships which in some ways the season of distancing and okay this has been a really hard season for, for people lovers like me. And not that, that it's been hard for just me, like it's hard all around. But, you know, this sort of collaborative sort of space we've had, it's, it's been challenging without it. But I, I think that's one of the more rewarding parts about mentoring is you can see relationships develop and grow. The things that have made it rewarding are the success that you see others having, right? When you can watch something come through for someone, or someone made a goal that they were hoping to make, and you know maybe something that you shared like helped them get to that, um, it's it's really rewarding. One of the most rewarding things I, in, that maybe the most rewarding for my entire career was that kind of big was a former student that I had worked with. I wasn't even thinking of myself as a mentor to this person. I was just doing my job, sure. or you know, <laughs> advising and coaching, and we had met over the course of their final semester as a college student. And after they had graduated, they sent me their graduation stole and a card oh. and basically said, I landed this job because of you and, and kind of the help you had given me and, and just the, the things that you had helped me think through and like helped me see in myself. And I was I was just floored. <laughs> and I don't share this to be like, look how great of a career coach I was. Like, no, I had no idea that this was coming and it was just me doing my job. But the the thing that made it so rewarding was, wow, this person succeeded because I asked some questions and listened to them and, and really helped them see what they can do, right? And so I think that's what's in it for me is I just love seeing that and just really value that development and relationship piece.
0: Absolutely. I love that. Love that so much. Well, Eric, we are just about out of time here. So I'll just close with one final question. Mm -hmm. And that question is, if you could give one piece of advice about finding good life mentors, what would it be?
1: Yeah, the the piece of advice I would give, so two. (laughs) The (laughs) first piece is look for people who care. You know, I think that's the most important piece of a mentorship relationship is this foundation of trust. And you have to know that they have your best interest at heart. And And not only that, but they can separate themselves from their experience and give you sound wisdom. Because they're looking at it from a different perspective, but also a perspective that cares. And the second piece of advice is look for more than one mentor. We've talked about this a few times throughout this conversation that one person can't have all the answers. And there's a proverb that says wisdom is found in the counsel of many. And that's so true. As I've weighed things and and different decisions, I don't often just ask one person. I bring my whole entourage (laughs) and my circle around to toss the idea around before making a decision. And I think that's really important is find your people not your person.
0: Absolutely. Such great advice, Eric. I've so appreciated all of your different insights about what you found to be good mentors and and the different strategies that you've implemented have just been so helpful for me personally. And I know that our students are really going to benefit from what you've shared today. So thank you so much for being here.
1: Of course, great. I hope so. It's been fun to be here.
0: For more information about Eric's work with Capital Church, visit our bio below. Thanks for joining us here at the Career Studio today. Please remember to join us next week as we continue to discuss this month's theme of finding your mentors for life.